Maybe the best podcast. Maybe the best podcast. Maybe the best podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we taking off. We taking off. That's the one. <laughs> oh man. Maybe the best podcast. Yo, yo, yo! What's happening, YouTube world out there? Welcome back to another episode of Maybe the Best Podcast, episode eleven. Not sell, but eleven. That way, you know. Uh, <laughs> as always, man. I'm your boy, twenty student, and to my right, Lulu, back for. Another edition of this. I mean, you're supposed to be though. I know. Back once again. I'm I'm back. I'm here. All right, y'all. And it's Vern. Right. Yeah, it's Vern Diddy the hot (laughs) dad. You know, sounding like uh, you know, a little froggish, but little froggish. Yeah. Yeah. See, I see you know, you got the little mic voice going on tonight. Yeah, man. You good? What's I mean? What's what's the matter? You were singing too much. I don't know, bro. I have been singing a lot though. I've been singing a lot, man. This EP is coming together, so. Ah, my man, we gonna talk about that. Um, so anyway, before we get started, as always, shout out to our YouTube viewers and our YouTube subscribers. Um, shout out to our listeners on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, iTunes, and everything alike. And as always, big peace and shout out to the live. Yes, yes. Thank everybody. Thank on, you all. Uh, on, on Facebook, so shout out to Facebook Live here. Um, and I mean, how was you guys' weekend? It's good. Good week. Good, good yeah. week. Very good week. Yeah. I have had yeah, a long, mentally daunting week with the move and everything, but it's been really dope, man. Like, it's, 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 it's coming together and it's just, it's awesome. Dope, man. It's awesome, man. Congrats on the spot. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. What up, baby? What up, baby? When's the housewarming? Huh? When's the housewarming? I mm. can't say on air because something else will be involved in it. People nosy. Oh. Facts. Super facts. That was a terrible question for on air. <laughs> Just cut that part out. Um, but listen, episode 11. Tings. Tings. 11. 11. Yeah, 11 reminds me of uh, the, the Twin Towers. Oh, September God. 11th. 1 1. Smoking guns. And uh, we're talking about guns today, so. <laughs> Can we jump right into it? You know what? We're going to 6 9 this shit. We're going to jump right into it. We don't check in. <laughs> that reference. We don't check in. So listen, family. Um, 11. You know, for, for everybody out there, um, YouTube world, and on the live right now, we, we are about to go in on uh, our topic tonight, which is basically, I was going, uh, <laughs> I was going to post guns and shit, but I wanted it to kind of be a serious thing, so I just put gun violence. But really, we talking about guns and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and shit, yeah, because I'm I mean, I'm a cover and shit. We gonna let it fly, man. I mean, we just yeah. gonna let it fly. The live popping right now, y'all. Make sure y'all share this. Uh, it's gonna go down unapologetically as always. Um, you ain't gonna feel me if you're not feeling me. I don't know what that means. I'm just getting older, <laughs> so I can say stupid shit and repeat it, and it makes sense. Like, <laughs> you ain't gonna feel me if you don't feel me. And that, just that, do, that do sound something like a yeah, your drunk <laughs> uncle would say. At the picnic or at the family reunion. It's just Paul. <laughs> it's just with a straight face, too. Uh, shake hey, your hand real hard. Hey, Unc, you know, uh, I've been dating this girl for a couple years now, and I'm, I'm thinking uh, I'm ready to, to, to marry her. Listen here, young blood. <laughs> Let me tell you like this. Is that what Uncle Lowe I had you? two bitches. <laughs> I fucked both of them. One really, really good. The other one really good. 
But you ain't gonna feel me if you don't feel me. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? And he starts laughing, bro. <laughs> you know, to get your uncle so. a beer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bah. So, um, I don't know that it helped, but thanks, Uncle. Uh, obviously, amongst the topics, uh, everything from the school shooting at uh, what was it, Parkland? In Parkland. Mm-hmm. In Parkland, to the brother Stephen Clark, to the Facebook Live. Shooting to the YouTube mm-hmm. shooting. Um, I just saw the, the Facebook live shooting. Oh, uh, um, um, and check is out on $2,500 bond. Yeah, I'll, that I'll, shit we'll, blows we'll my on. mind. Wait, this um, just we'll happened? On. Yeah, yeah I crazy. thought you were talking about the other Facebook and, live shooting. No, that was YouTube. YouTube. Which one are you talking last year when Buddy went on the? Yeah, um, I didn't know. Going, nah. Yeah, I didn't know Not there bad. was a a recent one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Save Our Lives rally, I want to speak on that. Um, and I want to speak on. Well, Davin, where do you want to start? Where do you even want to start with this? Uh <clears throat> the idea of stricter gun laws. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of gun safety. Mm-hmm. The, I I guess for me, right, like I grew up in a, in a very country type of, you know, family yep. you know, on my dad, dad's side. So, you know, I was taught how to shoot at a young age, you know, but I was taught gun safety first. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I know they had a, they had a stat come out that said um, 85% of. The mass shooters were mentally ill or something like that. I, I think the number is too high of what I'm getting. But um, as far as gun safety goes, yeah, uh, you know, I was always taught not to point the gun, you know, at anyone. I mean, that's just common knowledge. But of course, you know, you know, put the gun. You know, we used to be in the backyard shooting, so you know, put the gun down and somebody else is going to set it up. You know, just just gun safety things. And I was always told a saying: guns don't kill people. Stupid people with guns kill people. So I guess before we get into the mass shootings and the in the in the, in the uh, saving our lives rally, what do you feel in regards to gun safety and gun violence and the access to certain guns? Because me personally, I don't feel a civilian um, should be able to have access to an assault rifle unless they are able to prove reasons why they should have an assault rifle in regards to hunting reasons or whatever the case may be. Yeah, um, I have the. I feel every civilian has the right to bear arms and, and should. Um, you know, I'm definitely going to take advantage of my right here pretty soon. Um, but I, I guess I want to get into that first. Mm-hmm. As, as far as that aspect, um, the, the laws that people are trying to pass, the, the, yeah. the, uh, and, and then we'll get into the equipping teachers with, with guns in school as well. Yeah. Um, I would agree with you about the assault rifle. I don't get why people feel the need to have it. Um, I don't hunt, so I don't know how they're used for hunting, but if it's good for hunting purposes, then, you know, go ahead and do it. But I do disagree with you when you said everybody has the right to bear arms. I feel like there should be some kind of test to Absolutely. for your mental Absolutely. capacity that, because... That doesn't mean you don't have the right. Well, I mean, look at these people, the ones with the mental issues. They're shooting up schools, they're shooting up churches, they're shooting up uh, headquarters and whatnot, and they all have mental issues. You should be able to prove, yeah, okay, you have a mental issue, but if you can test that you can have a gun and you do understand the responsibilities of it and the the damage, I guess, that it could do, 
then fine, have it. But if if you don't have that capacity, whether you have mental issues or not, then you shouldn't have a gun. Well, every, I mean, everybody has the right to vote, but you still have to take steps in order to do that. Yeah. So that's basically what I was saying. Well, like, yeah, everybody I mean? has the right to vote, but not everybody should vote. Because there are people that have stupid reasons for voting, but oh. that's that's the whole other topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, an, what's an assault rifle? AR-15, mm-hmm. AK-47, some shit you want to knock the block off with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be real with you. Like, if I get that, I have problems. Mm-hmm. Those are... Oh, the police coming to get me, and I don't want to go to jail. AK-47s are automatic rifles, mm-hmm. right? Fully automatic. So is the AK-47 like the pit bull of guns? Yes, because even pit bulls get a bad name based off their owners. I thank you for catching that analogy. Mm. Okay. Um, We're going to go to the live in a bit. If there is a such thing as an assault rifle, then there's a such thing as an assault fist, assault knife. Mm. Talk about Assault it. handgun. Talk mm-hmm. about it. Assault rifles, it, assault rifles are not the problem. And I don't think that if we're going to say civilians shouldn't have them, then give me a, a solid reason why the military should have it. Like, what are they going up against that they should be going up against that they have to go up against with this? You know what I mean? Other militaries, why? We're invading other people's territories. How many wars have we fought on our land that we needed these weapons for? The Civil War, where we fought against each other about slavery? Outside of that, how many wars are being fought on this land? Absolutely none. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that our military necessarily needs them. But if they have them, because our Second Amendment right equips me to protect myself against the military should things go wrong I want exactly what they have to protect myself I don't want to be shooting a handgun when they rapidly fire in 15 to 20 shots at me like I need to be able to shoot back so I want exactly what they have and I don't think that I don't know how you can properly test for it you know what I mean like check a person's mental capacity because like what type of exam do you take you know in the NFL they have the wonderlick test right Eli Manning scored a 42 on it. Peyton Manning scored a 28. Which quarterback is the better quarterback? Yeah. You know? Um, If we're going to say a person has mental health issues so they shouldn't have a gun, well, I have depression. Does that mean I shouldn't have a gun? Like, your depression might manifest in a way that my my depression doesn't. I don't think that's fair to disqualify me because you might go off on a rampage and shoot somebody. Plus, I think mentally healthy people snap and become mentally unstable mm-hmm. later. That's when they go shooting. So if you got the gun while you were healthy and then your girlfriend dumped you and you, you caught her sucking your grandfather's dick Ooh. and you snap, that's reasonable. This Grandpa got to go. This guy right here. Grandpa got to go. He got to <laughs> be up out of here. Yeah, so I, I just, I'm, I'm not okay with, I'm, I'm okay with stricter gun laws. I'm okay with making you jump through a couple extra hoops yeah, right. to be able to attain them, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think uh, restricting civilians is the way to go. I or taking like a mental capacity test. The stricter gun laws should also go with these gun trade shows where you just go to a trade show and pick up a gun. Yeah. That's it. You don't need any type of background check or anything like that, right. and I think that's also where the problem lies. But you're ready to equip our military and our... Um, men and women of arms that are supposed to be police officers that are supposed to protect us, mm-hmm. right? But how many of those people sign up because I want to kill people? Yeah. Those are crazy motherfuckers that are allowed to sign up and get access to this, and we're saying we want them to have it, but not us? Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Well, I have my own issues with that. I feel like police officers go through so much shit. 
that we don't even understand. Sure. And you guys don't even take the time to do mental evaluations with them. Just the same as I'm our military. Right. When you're in the military, you go through so much shit. And I feel like when you come home from the military, it's like, okay, cool, thanks for your service. Uh, now go out in the real world. They don't get any help or anything like that. Police officers, I feel like they should go through mental evaluations like every six I've months to a that. year I've they go through so that. much shit like go talk to somebody go talk to a therapist or whatnot had that be a requirement i feel like if that's the case i don't know I've, maybe I've, there wouldn't be so many sh- who knows what what a solution is to to stop all this right well i think it goes back to gun education mm-hmm. um at the same time <clears throat> What gives someone the want to go shoot a school up and, and kids, right? You know, like what, like, and so this is, I guess, my my thing with the whole, oh, we need stricter, you know, gun laws and things of that sort. Like, all right, a handgun. You yeah. know? But the reason I say that civilians in that, in that manner is because situations as such, one of the main things that they tell you in, 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 uh, you know, this this whole safety prevention thing that they're putting at jobs now mm-hmm. um, is you barricade yourself because the person wants numbers. Mm-hmm. You know the reason why they want numbers? Because traditionally they're using something that will take people out in mass production. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So do I think that Columbine wouldn't have happened if assault rifles wasn't around? No, I don't. But maybe not as many kids die. Right. Do I think uh, Sandy Oaks happens? Sandy Hooks. Sandy Hooks. Hooks. No, but maybe not as many kids. So from that aspect is what I'm saying is, man, you know, and and, and we alluded to this, I think, uh, another episode, but our our big brother, Goat, he told me something a long time ago when he got a a pistol. He was like, man, I'm a fighter, bro. But he was like, now it's so much easier for me to be like, bitch, I'll shoot your ass. Mm-hmm. Like just the mental state that it would it, that it puts one in, like right? And, and right. we're not talking about mental illness here. Yeah. We're just talking about the mental capacity that it will put one in in regards to. So there is no way to grade that. There is no way to grade if a bitch gonna snap in traffic. All right. There is no way to grade that. Well, I feel like it's it's a different times where if your friend that said that, you know, he says, I'll shoot you. I feel like in today's day and age, that, it's that, so easy to get it. He said that was his first inkling, but he, yeah, but and then he has to pull himself back like, no, I'm tripping. But like the thing is, in this day and age, it's so easy for somebody to get a gun. Who's to say that he didn't get in a fight with some guy, a fist fight, and that guy pulled out a gun. And it's like, I'm using my fist and you have a weapon here. It's an unfair fight. Right. And I feel like that's how it is nowadays where... If you're going to get in a fight with somebody or a road rage, you have to think about that. Like, will they have a gun? Will they pull a gun on me? And if they do have a gun, are they going to use it? I mean, that's just the cold world we live in. I mean, it, you know, from that aspect, things happen, yeah. you know, yeah. from, 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 from that thing. So I, what I want to say, you know, before we get to the, to the next subject is civilians in regards to that are in the right mental capacity. You want to practice gun safety. You want to practice mental Absolutely. resistance. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, you talking about mental ill people in the stat, and we were talking about people shooting up school, but the mental resistance that you have to have in knowing that you have a gun. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Especially if you riding with it in the car. Yeah. You know, especially if you riding with it in the car. In the house, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. You kind of control your own environment. When you riding around and in the car, if you a temperamental person or, 
you know, you had a bad day, somebody cut you off or whatever the case may be. Being that you are now a gun owner, you have to practice mental resistance more than ever. Absolutely. With a spouse arguing with a gun in the house. Like, you guys have to practice such mental resistance to be like, yo, you know, this is not even a thought. So I would say that for, for the civilians. As we segue into mass shootings. Yeah. yeah, but real quick, Go going back to education, like you, I was raised in a country family. I would go to Albany in the summers mm-hmm. and hunt with my great uncle. Um, so I was trained to use a rifle at a very young age, as early as seven years old, maybe even earlier, but I can go back to being seven years old and handling a rifle on my own. Um, and that's why I give so much props to Derek Grace and his children. A lot of people might not like his, um, his method or the fact that his, you know, his young daughter Derica could blindfolded, pick up, you know, five different rounds and tell you what type of round it is or handle a gun. But yeah. if she's doing that at five, six, seven years old, and we're having issues with adults, like I think he's on the right path. Education is everything. Mm-hmm. You might not like it. It's not. It doesn't look sexy. It might not be the most appealing, but it's the right thing to do mm-hmm. because I guarantee you, his his children are more equipped to handle a gun than most of the people that are handling the gun today Absolutely. in the United Actually, States. So. All, my, all my kids gonna learn how to shoot because it, it's a it's a tradition in our family. But, yeah, um, ours too. It's, it's one of those things that you, it goes back to knowing how to protect yourself. Absolutely. It's survival, like shit. You drop me somewhere, I know how to do a couple things. Yeah. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So from that aspect, like you said, I think what's important is gun education and gun owners practicing mental resistance, man. And I also feel too, um, you know, like if the stove is hot, you tell a kid, okay, hey, don't touch the stove, it's hot. And they'll be like, okay, I won't touch it. But if the stove is hot and you're like, don't touch it, it does this and that, you make a big deal, of course they're gonna get curious with it. Like when we had guns in the house, my dad would be like, you know, hey, the guns are here, I'm gonna tell you where they're at, don't touch them, like guns do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like if you make it a norm kind of, I don't know. Like, they'll see, okay, hey, like, I know what a gun can do. I know I can't touch the gun unless it's for this reason. Like, we were always taught, like, the guns are there for safety for us. You know, if somebody came in the house, that's what it's used for. And that's the only time that you would use a gun. And I feel like if you start that at a young age, kids will have it in their mind. Like, okay, you know, this is to protect us and to hurt anybody that, you know, comes in in our atmosphere, you know? Mm-hmm. Look, Carter has been aware of my gun since he was two years old. I have a gun safe, but there's times that I leave it out. Mm-hmm. He won't touch it. He knows the difference between a real gun and a fake gun. Yep. Um, he knows that the real gun is there should someone come into our house uninvited. Yeah. And that becomes a threat to his life. Exactly. I don't know. If you came to my house in the middle of the night, you weren't invited. You, <laughs> you definitely yeah, get look, it. I don't know what your intentions are, but if my son is in the house... I have to shoot first. If I'm home alone, I probably won't even stress. It's yeah. like whatever they came for, I'm gonna let them have it and take off. But I don't know what, like I don't know what you're looking for, and I don't want my son to wake up and accidentally run into you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm coming around the corner shooting. Yeah, like yeah. the shotgun was in the closet, the pistol was in the drawer. There was another, there was a handgun in the kitchen drawer. So like we knew where they were at, and we knew not to touch them and what they were for. So yeah, so let's um, go. I- I want to shake some shit up real quick. Let's go. And this is in no way to disrespect the victims of the recent shootings down in Miami. 
Um, but I was listening to a radio show, uh, with, with, and it was featuring Tariq Nasheed, and they were talking about the Saving Our Lives rally. Yeah. And he said black people had no business at that rally. That's what he said. And the lady goes, why, why, why? You know, I'm trying to listen to, you know, what he articulated. Okay. And I'm curious. <laughs> what I'm he curious said, made, it, 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 it sparked something, you know, uh, in regards to my, you know, my thought process, um, which is, first off, it's incredible that, that kids are, what they did and the courage that a lot of them had on that mic, um, what some kids are doing in their communities that we don't even know of that wasn't highlighted from that. Um, and shout out to the kid that, that was from Chicago that came um, uh, repping Chicago. But what was, what was tragic, his point? What was his I'm point? I'm about to get okay. into As tragic as it was, little Emily goes back to a certain part of town that she does not have to worry about gun violence, that she is a victim of a random act of what the people will say is mental illness. Ray Ray, and I'm being so stereotypical here with Very much so. <laughs> Little Ray Ray, on the other hand, if he experiences something in that manner of gun violence at school, it may be about beef that led to school. But then outside of that, he still has to worry about the neighborhood that he lives in and that gun violence. Let it not be forgotten as it always is that it is, and I wanna be very careful here, which is surprising, <laughs> as we, cause kids are involved. So right. I, I don't want people to take where I'm trying to go at these kids. It's more so at the narrative controllers mm -hmm. in the sense of my, 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 when it affects and spills over to the broader communities, we have to do something. We will not stand Whiter for Wider communities. There we go. We will not stand for We got to do something, this, that, and the third. But as my man said at the podium, kids in Chicago who are affected by gun violence, operative word, every day. There's no marching for our live rallies. There is put tanks in Pine Hills. Yep. <laughs> There's send the ops in Chicago. Right. You feel what I'm put saying? Put more so guns put, out there. There we go. Let us not be forgotten. And I will always, in any platform I, I am on, remind people in regards to what we have to do consistently and we cannot forget those who see that act of violence every day. Right. Who grow up under that act of violence every day. We're not saying that those kids did not go through anything. We are, I am not saying that those kids, some of them will not need counseling throughout life and will probably need to be monitored and things of that sort all the way back from Columbine. Yeah, for sure. This is not what I am saying. But at the same time, how many people died in the hood that day? And it goes back to benign neglect, you know, to where it's like, all right, well, you know, Shaq made it something. He said something tonight on um, TNT. He said the refs one time told me, I know you get fouled every play, but we're not calling it because it'll be a four or five hour game. 
in the sense of admitting that something is happening and going on. Right. Understanding that something is happening and going on and it is detrimental. But being like, niggas die every day, B. Right. Boom. Boom. Right. In a more diverse, lighter, wider situation. And I, I didn't want to pull that per se because again, I don't want to go at the kids because it's not their fault that what they look like. It's more so the narrative controllers. But this is a great opportunity for those kids that are aware enough to go ahead and rally and protest. Mm -hmm. If you understand... And shout out to the white kid that actually did... Um, he did verbalize, you know, uh, you know, black children that are affected by this right. uh, every day in, in urban areas. So I do right. want to point that out. Well, I think what, a lot, what these children showed inadvertently are that you are bright enough and aware enough to know what's happening in the world and know how to create change and how to affect change. I agree. Be aware of what's happening to the brown person next to you. Be aware, uh, you, you down in Miami, you know there are certain parts of Dade County where you can go to where this shit is happening on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you vocal then? Now you understand the power of your voice, be more vocal. That's all. This is, this is an opportunity for you guys to step up to the plate and do what's right for your brothers and sisters that don't look like you. Because no one's, I personally, I understand. I care from a parent's perspective, but as an individual, I really don't care what happened to white people. I don't. And that's just my personal place. Like I don't care when bad things happen to white people because it's been a, a history of the black man in America where this is, the redundancy of this is fucking annoying and no one cares. So I'd, I don't have a, a care left in me for, for them either. You want to chime in before we go to the live? Uh, before we go to the next segment. Because we're going we go to we're gonna have to go to the next video clip. Oh, we can go to the next segment. Right. So look, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to rap? You rap, you rap in a segment? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's a wrap for now, but we're not even done touching on this no, because no. Um, I don't think gun violence is an issue at all on a grander scale of things. And we'll, we'll discuss we'll that. So, we'll, let you get into it. so uh, Listen, we'll be right back, y'all. Y'all around, YouTube. Maybe the best podcast. All right, YouTube, welcome back, man. Segment two, episode 11 of Maybe the Best Podcast. A uh, little serious, a little more serious topic tonight. We are um, discussing gun violence. Um, in the first segment, uh, we started with um, well, gun education. Short, skinny person. <laughs> uh, gun education. Yeah. Um, gun... Um, I, I spoke on basically mental resistance from gun owners. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know, uh, those that own a gun um, that aren't really mentally ill, staying in the mental capacity of knowing that, okay, I have this weapon I could use, yep. but I'm not going to do that just because I'm mad. But we, we, we finished off on a very strong topic, um, and this was in regards to the Saving Our Lives rally. Yeah. Um, and per se, not necessarily the kids. And this is for... Uh, everybody that probably jumped in on the live or, or you know, seeing this, please go back uh, and view the beginning. This is in no way going at the children. Um, we love what the children, you know, did, but it, it goes to talking about benign neglect. So, one, I want to go back to the live real quick. Um, my man said, I have a lot of weapons, but only because I do not want the government uh, to be the only ones with weapons, uh, which will cause power to be unbalanced. Uh, Damn something straight. that you, you spoke about Basically saying I want what they got You know what I'm saying I ain't going it Outside of a tank Outside of a tank I'm good 
Right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so finishing off, uh, we want to start with uh, Lulu because, um, you know, Vern basically finished off saying that in a grand scheme of things, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> basically. Uh, so I, obviously we always want our female perspective in this showing and giving the woman a voice as she deserves. Um, so, yeah, let's get it. Um, in regards to the last topic that we talked about? Yes, our about. last topic, which mm-hmm. was in regards, and, and, and basically what we were talking about was, and, and I started it, which is let us not forget the plight that black kids go through every day with gun violence. Yeah. Um, how nice the rally was, let us not forget it would be nicer to have those in urban areas as well. We cannot start to care only because it starts to affect little white kids. Because yeah. as we stated, that little white girl does not have to deal with that same act of violence when she goes back to Windermere, Islesworth, Dr. Phillips, or whatever the case may be. But that young brother has to deal with that even more of a random act of gun violence in his neighborhood, yeah. right? How many times walking up the sidewalk, candy store shootings, and all of that. So. Um, and speaking to that, um, I just think in in general it's it's said that it took a bunch of high school kids, and from that middle school kids and elementary school kids, like that uh, one girl that spoke at the rally what was her name Naomi. I think that's what it was, the, uh, the little black girl. Yeah, she was. She's in fourth grade, and it it took a bunch of kids to be fed up to want change when when adults don't even even want that it should have taken well it should have taken columbine but if anything it should have taken little kids in elementary schools being gunned down for anything to be fixed so i just want to applaud the kids for actually having the balls to go up against the government to go up against the nra to go up against all these organizations and giving a voice to other kids um I'm going to challenge, challenge that. It's a sad yeah, situation. I got, I got I'm going to challenge I got a couple challenges. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are they really going up against? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Because the one they okay. went to Tallahassee and they and uh, they shot down. They thing. shot down all these gun laws, but that didn't stop them. They said, "Okay, you guys shot it down. We're going to continue until we get results." So. My thing is, do we really want to be led by a bunch of kids that were eating Tide Pods last month? <laughs> my, my, one, of my, uh, one of the boys said, uh, what did he say? Welcome to the revolution? Look, bro, I don't know that I really want to be led by a bunch of people that eat Tide Pods. I mean, who's to say that all of them eat the Tide Pods? <laughs> I, I'm not saying that they all are, but I'm just saying. Maybe the, top, the Tide Pods are working for them because some, it, the, some, it's getting them rally dumb to go some, out and do this. Some of the youth has questionable... A decision making. No, I, I do. I, but, I do agree with that. But I feel like the the faces and the voices that are doing this. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure they didn't let just anybody speak at that rally. Like, hey, raise your hand if you want to speak. Yeah. Like they mm-hmm. picked out these group of kids that actually had something to say. Right. That actually had something meaningful. And a couple crisis so, actors. <laughs> and that part too. And powerful. And. But what That's, what needs to change? Because like, all right, so they did this march and they're tired. Mm-hmm. But what needs to change? What are they asking for? You guys want metal detectors in your schools? You want more resource officers in your schools? Like the resource officer in the Parkland shooting that was afraid to pull his yeah. weapon? Or, Pussy! Or do we want to arm teachers who are also 
individuals that can snap any moment, and I don't think I want a gun in the hands of somebody that's no, dealing I, with I 20 agree. fucking rowdy I, students in I their classroom. 100%. I just think teachers just need to be able to whoop their ass, and by the time they get to no. middle school and high school, they'll be fine. Now, I don't want nobody touching my kid, though. Look, my mom made a great point a long time ago, and honestly, seeing kids growing up when we grew up and now, she said they did a disservice when they took whoopings out of school. I, I can't agree, though, because everybody don't need that. It take a village. God damn it, it. It does mm-hmm. take a village. It take a village. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. I'll give you, you that. You can sign waivers and everything and say, okay, but this is how, but it take a village. Yeah. It take a village. Some of these kids probably wouldn't even be doing no shit like that. But, if they got I their ass whooped. 100%. But people are unstable. So what happens when a teacher whoop your child's ass in a way that you don't feel comfortable with? You gonna go check the teacher. And now we got another problem on I our mean, head. Obviously, th- that time has passed. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay? you, you can't implement whoopings no more. I mean, parents can't whoop their kids. All right, so. No, now, but I, I, I don't agree at all that teachers should be armed. Teachers' responsibility is to teach. So what do the kids want? What was the whole purpose of their marching? What, what, what was the point? Want? They want uh, stricter gun laws. And what do we need those for? Why do we need any type of additional gun laws? I'm asking this question and I'm leading you on because I want to present other facts. Mm-hmm. Revolution so, is about so why the current system. Why do we need stricter gun laws? Why do we need any new legislation about guns? Because th- we were what three months into the year, mm-hmm. four months into the year, mm-hmm. and school shootings. I think there's been thirty plus in four months. And you think that's why we need stricter gun laws? Because not of only because of school shootings, but look at all the the mass shootings that are going on. The Las Vegas, the YouTube. That was um, a grown ass man. Okay, but it's still a shooting. It still involved a gun. Sure. It doesn't matter. Like, okay, let's go to the Vegas shooting. How did this guy? bring all those weapons up to that hotel room and nobody but nobody that, found it suspicious. But Why do you but, need that many? But let me ask you the question. Does that go to gun laws or stricter security at the hotel? I think it goes, goes to gun laws because I, I feel like, I feel like you, like, aren't you, I don't know about like how the way guns work, but aren't you in a database or something? Like when you purchase a gun, aren't you in a <laughs> when database? You purchase a gun. Yeah. But there's 400 million legal guns in America. Well, that's, that's not even accounting for see, the illegally owned guns right, in America. And, okay. And, and see, did, go ahead. I want to let you finish. Well, Sorry. I was going to say, like, if he did purchase those guns legally, I think it should be a red flag. Like, hey, this guy's on his uh, 30th weapon. Like, maybe we should check this out. He could be a gun collector. But still, take precaution. Okay, so. Do, what, do they have gun collector license? I don't know. There we go. What See? about what about car collectors? Is there a car collector license? Okay, he 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 collects guns, correct? Okay, so that's like DCF going to somebody's house, like, oh, we heard your kids being abused. Uh, no, he just got a whooping. Right. Oh, but, okay, cool. Bye. Okay. Now. Oh, I it, collect guns and I use them for hunting. Okay, cool. Bye. Now I want to expose why none of that shit matters, right? Because the government will pick and choose which issues they want to <clears throat> spotlight. Oh, of course, the yes. The media wants to put a spotlight on certain issues. Okay, I'm just going to go numbers now without telling you guys exactly what they represent. Well, they represent deaths annually. (laughs) Yeah. Okay? Caused deaths annually. Mm -hmm. Lowest to the highest on my list. 15,000 a year. Then we have uh, 37,000 a year. 64,000 a year. 80,000 a year. And then 480,000 a year. From lowest to highest... Guns is at the bottom. 15,000 deaths per year to gun violence. That's including cops killing people as well. Mm-hmm. Cars kill 37,000 people a year. 
Mm. Now there are restrictions for children, right? You have to be at least 16 to get your driver's license, right? But still 37,000 deaths a year. We're and, that's the, and that's because you gotta be 16. Right. You okay, change that to 18, I guarantee you that number go down. Um, okay. No, well, I don't think so because right. now, nowadays there's other distractions. People are texting, texting, driving. Right. Texting wasn't a thing back then. People are on the phone and driving. Alcohol That's is legal. Causes 80,000 deaths per year. Mostly by underage drinkers. Now there are laws in place that say you cannot purchase alcohol unless you are 21 years old, right? Mm -hmm. But... 12 to 20 year olds account for 20% of alcohol sales in America. Wow. 20%. That makes no fucking sense. But wow. there's laws in place. Yeah. That are being worked around. So what do these laws actually help? Tobacco, 480,000 a year deaths, 41,000 secondhand smoke. I don't even have to smoke and I can die. Yeah. Wow. I'm more likely to die from tobacco, secondhand smoke, than being killed by a gun. Mm. What the fuck are we arguing? These things are legal. At one point, there was prohibition, you know what I mean, that made alcohol illegal, but now it's legal. And that's just only going to push me to another segment, right? Okay. Where we talk about marijuana and the deaths caused by marijuana annually. On average, zero. Oh, I was going to say, are there But it's deaths? a Schedule One drug on pace with heroin. Yeah. Schedule Two. By the way, it's scheduling is five schedules with drugs <clears throat> by the um, DEA. One being the most likely to be abused and to create <clears throat> dependency. Mm -hmm. Marijuana is up there with heroin. Cocaine, opioids. I can, agree, I can agree with the definition. I can agree with the abuse and the dependency of Bud. I can't agree okay. with that. If okay. they're using that verbiage, I can agree with the abuse and the dependency of Bud. How many of y'all out there... You know, then bought two ounces before you got paid again. But where's the data to put marijuana as a Schedule One when we know what heroin, cocaine, opiates, like we know what they do? But I think it's more so habit-wise. There's no they're data. More so on talking that. About, they're more so talking about. They're more so talking about. Oh, I, I mean, we can create just to play devil's advocate real right. quick. We can create data from a financial standpoint of what Bud does. Yeah. Sure. And having a bud habit does, but still, go ahead. I will say two things. I know somebody that smokes weed every day. They're perfectly fine. Perfectly I fine. I know somebody that smokes weed every day that if I asked him to stop doing it today, he could. Exactly, but they don't want to. But It's, um, it's not like alcohol. It's yeah. not like tobacco. It's now, not like heroin would, and cocaine where... Instantly, you can become addicted and have to go through withdrawals. Yeah, no, I will say with that, with that, with that, with that like, stuff, though, the there are warnings against that. There are warnings when you go to purchase a gun. There exactly. are classes that you have to take. So exactly. what, do, what do additional laws preventing me from being able to get a gun? How is that going to benefit the bottom line when there are so many other things that are great have greater restrictions and they're killing more people and we don't even give a fuck? I, to me, I feel like a gun will kill somebody faster than a cigarette. That's it, not accurate, though, 15, according to the numbers. Fifteen thousand people die from guns. That if, includes if, the hood. If we take that, the, I take a gun and I shoot somebody. They if die we, like that. We, a cigarette. It, it takes time. It takes time for somebody. Like sure. in that data for the how many okay, cigarettes? Hold up. I know what you're saying. How many people? How many people uh, die every year from from cigarettes? Does it tell 480, you? Four hundred eighty thousand. Okay. Does it tell you how long they've been cigarette smokers? Mm. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, Lulu. I get what you're oh, saying. Yeah, Lulu. Does it does it say oh, that? Yeah, Lulu. Because the guns, yeah, fifteen thousand, but I can easily pick up a gun two nights. 
and kill okay. somebody within two hours. Well, cigarettes I can smoke for 20 years mm, and, it, and still be fine. The, the deaths from drugs, narcotics, illicit drugs, is four times greater than guns. How many times do you have to take cocaine to die? It can take one time it take or it can take time. multiple times. Right. But, all right, so let's go to the Facebook shooting, right? Chick shoots the dude in the head. Well, I'm not familiar with that. Can you guys... He survived. <laughs> okay. He's alive. Mm -hmm. You can get shot. All right, the, the number that I'll now present to you is 32,000. 32,000 gun incidents that occurred last year, mm -hmm. right? Only 15,000 deaths. So, yes, guns can create incidents, but the death rate... Which goes back to gun education. She was uneducated in that video. Aiming it at him, cocking it. It, it was a very uneducated moment. Right. But all the other numbers suggest that fatalities are happening at, at a significantly greater rate mm -hmm. with other things, and we're not talking about it. We keep talking about gun violence. We're harping on this one thing. Like, it's the problem, and it's not the problem. It's humans. Humans are the problem. Talk yeah. about it. Or rather, mankind. Talk mankind is the problem. Talk about it. Just the same as the others. Mankind makes alcohol. Mankind makes drugs. Mankind makes... Tobacco. But I just feel like that's just a, a has a choice. I feel like that's use. a bias. That's biased right now. Like that it's, those numbers. I, I understand where you're coming from. It's biased to to target guns though. You know what I would like to to know. Remember, real quick. Yeah, maybe we can look this up. Right um, the Black Panthers were considered a violent militant group mm -hmm. <laughs> because they took arms. <laughs> we look at like we can point and say they are crazy, but what about um? The, what was it, the Bundy family, or the Bundy Ranch or whatever, where they um where you had all those white dudes at the um, national park? They took arms and they had a, oh, they yeah, had yeah, a standoff yeah. mm -hmm. with the with the cops. Yeah, they're called patriots. They they were preserving their rights to the to the land and shit like that. You we pick and choose when we want to make guns bad and when yeah. we want to make it a good thing. So I think it, I think anytime you, this is America. Um, propaganda is big and now. They've gotten so bright that they're using us to create the propaganda. We're out, we're talking about guns when there are greater issues going on mm -hmm. within our government. Yeah. Shit, like, I know Tuan's going to talk about Martin Luther King later on in his Black Addict. And I look forward to that. But I just saw a clip that I had never seen before. And I've always known it. But here, here we have Martin explaining that freedom for blacks was freedom to poverty. Black people are the only people in America, any of all the immigrants that migrated to America that came here by force, mm -hmm. were given no reparations, no land, mm -hmm. no money, mm -hmm. nothing to start off with yeah. once they became free, right? After building this 96% uh, literacy rate at the time of the Emancipation Proclamation. Right. After oh. building this land, we got nothing, but people could come here by choice and be violence. given money, yeah. given land given opportunity. Lines of credit. And we've been blackballed for years. I had a friend at work, to, uh, a former friend at work told me that slavery happened so long ago and, and black people have been on the equal footing to everybody else for uh, a very long time, so it's time that I got over it. And I said, you don't realize that my parents grew up in the civil rights era. That don't mean anything to you. Martin Luther King got assassinated in 1968. My parents were kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't that long ago. No, it's yeah. not. And we're still asking, we're still asking and begging for assistance. Nobody gives a fuck about us. Yeah. And we, and they purpose. 
and we're allowing them to change the narrative to gun violence in America mm -hmm. because white people are now affected. We had the president of the United States get on TV and give a speech about opioid abuse, like the epidemic of opioids. That's not a fucking epidemic. The crack epidemic was a real thing. Y'all yeah. put that in yeah, our community. Put it in our fucking community. But now when white people get addicted to drugs, it's a fucking problem. Nah, fuck y'all, man, I'm good. I don't think guns are the problem. I think people are the problem. And if there's, there's not a lot we can do to fix it. So I'm really on the fence in regards to like solutions. I would like to be a solution-based person, but I don't think there is a solution yeah. for this other than to just blow this shit up and start and, all over. You know, we go back to other countries that, um, you know, there are certain countries where- England's police don't carry guns. There we go. So this is where I was getting ready to go. With that. Oh, and they I'm don't? So I know glad China, you China, you can't have guns. You can have knives. Do you know why there even may be a remotely gun problem in this country? The citizens historically just react based on what the government and the police and everybody else has. If the police don't have no strap, I don't have to have no strap. Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. If we're going to say we need stricter gun laws, then we need to look at that shit for the police as well. Yeah. You know, we can't be like, oh, well, the police got this and we don't have this. I don't give a fuck what Buddy was doing. You don't get shot no 22 fucking times. The, you you want to talk about gun violence? You want to talk about a gun problem? The police got a gun problem. The police got a gun violence motherfucking problem. The first six shots that hit Stephen Clark were all in his back. In his back? That's some coward shit. Yeah. On, on some street shit, you don't shoot a nigga in his back. Like, the streets got codes. Look, you know, I got another theory, though, about our gun violence in America. Um, no guns carried by police in Japan also. Mm -hmm. It's a civilized society. It's a society without violence instigating violence. Right. And that is exactly what it is. I seen the, oh, the police done kicked my brother, T-Dot. I'm going to get me a strap. Right. The fuck? Yeah. I, I think we over-romanticize, not even just over, we romanticize violence in America and especially gun violence going all the way back to cowboys and Indians. Putting it in movies. Yeah, right. Man. You know what I'm saying? If there's, if without Terminator... Without, you know, Wild Wild West, without Independence Days and uh, Bad Boys, I don't want to I don't want to just link the black black movies and shit. But that's just who we are as American people. We My love dad. violence. We love seeing, you know, big explosions and people dying and getting their heads blown off. I don't know what our infatuation is with that shit, but that's part of the problem. My dad um you know, is a country western head. I grew up watching, you know, watching my, my dad, dad watch country westerns. The first thing my dad got me was a cat gun. Right. Influential. Like, I don't care, we man. We bought people, water guns for our kids at a very young age. Very young yeah. age. People understand it, right? It's, it's an influential type. Or Nerf guns. Right. It's an influential type of thing. So, with that being said, I totally agree. I, I don't really feel guns um, uh, guns are the issue, but more so um, what the government allows to make an issue. What we allow. And what, what we, we allow, we have to take more responsibility as people and not be able to point the finger back at the government. Like, we created this problem. We created this monster. And if, if the people can't collectively come together, and we can't because we are divided, we'll find every reason to be divided. The government has done a very successful job in that and saying, you know, hey, look, Chuck, I know you work in the steel mills and, you know, those jobs are being taken away because, you know, Chung Lee over here came through with this tech. 
and it's racist now. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but seriously, but that's but that's how it happens, right? So now Chuck is looking at the Chung Asian Lee. guy. Chuck is looking at the Asian guy like he's All the Asians problem. Come and take our right. job. Yep, you're right. And then it's like, well, you know, the Mexicans are willing to come and do the job for even cheaper. So now we're looking at them sideways. And outside of being criminals, you know, black people are taking these jobs. So now it's like, whoa, now we all looking at each other sideways like you the problem. And we just let them divide us just like that. Yeah. Also, we, we know who it is. It's that man. It's that insecure, incompetent European. And no matter who we select to lead us, they only represent the 1%. Well, and it's also about money, too. Like, I'm looking at somebody sideways because they're taking away. That's food on my table. That's money for me. Yeah. So why don't we why don't we learn a fucking trade? Why don't we, instead of giving our kids guns and nice toys, give them fucking books? We live in a culture. Educate us. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the live real quick. Yeah, yeah. We live in a culture that is violent, uh, like the ancient uh, Roman society. Uh, they're gladiators in their coliseum. Movies, music, and personal relationships. Um, Shit, fucking football, basketball. Even if, even with basketball not being a violent sport, it is a gladiator sport. We uh -huh. want to see big, strong, fast yeah. men pit against each other for entertainment value. We throw money at this to to not brainwash us, but rock us to sleep, so that we no longer are aware of the things that are happening happening around us. We call sports an escape, an escape from reality for us. Right. Yeah. From the so real don't world. bring your problems into sports. Nah. That's our problem as well. Yeah. We need why why do we need to escape? Maybe we need to tune in. Yeah. Maybe we need to lock in a little bit more and be more focused on what's happening around us and, and go from there. There's a reason why billionaires are the, the owners of these companies, the one percent are the ones that are picking the government leaders, you know, are lining the pockets of the most influential people in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay? And and we're giving them our money to occupy our time and rock us to sleep. I I don't get it. I don't have anything else to say, and I know y'all got to wrap the show up with Lulu Says and um, Black Addict, so. Um, Lulu Says. Oh, well, all right. well. Even if you want to just put your final opinion on what you feel about the, 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 the whole gun situation, period. Well, you said something about football, and I was going to say something about the NFL. Okay, go, for well, go ahead. You got Lulu it. Says. The Ravens signed RG3. He's trash. And you can't sign Cap. Did you see Cap's that's tweet? That's all I'm saying. Did you see Cap's latest tweet? I'm a Ravens fan, and I said, that's a disappointment. RG3 has not paid in three years. That's did you all see I Cap's say. latest tweet? No, what did he say? He said he was on his way to New Orleans, and he thanks for, for the opportunity. The Saints are going to get him? He just said that he was on his way to New Orleans, and he's thankful for the opportunity. We'll see. Sean Payton has spoken highly of him, but we'll see. Go to you. I'm pissed. <laughs> we could have added Cap. She's saying go to um, man. But this was Rap a good. This was a, this up. was a good topic. I really like this. I thought, like, yeah. I honestly, I honestly was. was like, I don't want to go tonight. It's gonna be yelling. I don't feel like <laughs> hearing yelling right now. Like, I'm just that not is in the all mood. created by me. Matter of <laughs> fact, uh, listeners and viewers. All right, that but it was project. actually it was it was nice. I liked it. I liked it. All right. Well, VDB is wrapping it up, so I'm gonna use these last minutes to do this black edit. Um. Yesterday was the 50th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King, mm -hmm. along with the 92nd anniversary, uh, the 92nd birthday of um, Maya Angelou. Angelou, Sister Maya Angelou. So happy birthday. I wanted to talk about, I've seen a lot of posts 
it said, what would Martin Luther King's mentality be today with everything going on? And I tell people, going back to the narrative controllers, that's why they killed Martin. When Martin realized after the civil rights bill was passed, Martin started to realize, and you can look these videos up, as he stated, it took nothing to integrate a lunch table. It took nothing to integrate a school. But what we want will cost them billions. And he started to use a phrase called the redistribution of wealth. And when Martin Luther King made that statement in that last video before he died, now when we come to Washington, we coming to get our check, it's because Martin Ben knew, he had realized that black people will not get equal footing in this country unless they have literally the same financial opportunities. See, if I give you $1,000 and I have $1,000, now that's equal. Yeah. Now what I end up doing with my 1000 and what you end up doing with your 1000 is two different things. But if you tell me I got to borrow your 1000 for you with 10%, 20%, 30% on the dollar, and that has to be due. So what I want to tell people is this. Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King and his thought process, and I always say this, not only Martin Luther King, but everybody involved in the civil rights movement turning over in their graves because in hindsight, I felt they would have said, damn, we should have asked for our own shit. Yeah. So when we, when, when we say, what would Martin think? Martin was already starting to think it. That's why they killed him. Yeah. If this was about equality, they would have murked him the moment that he was taken up for Rosa Parks in the bus. And what people don't know is an assassination was made on his life previously by a brother, a stabbing. But anyway, what I want to let people know is Martin was already in that thought process. This is not no 50-year thought process. So again, as Brother Martin said, it's time to get our check. Black At It Again segment is over. We thank everybody on YouTube for viewing us, for viewing episode 11, maybe the best podcast. Thanks everybody on SoundCloud, uh, Google Play Music, and iTunes alike. And once again, the live on Facebook. Okay. We really uh, thank you. With the 30 seconds that are left, um, last year, black spending power was $1.3 trillion. <clears throat> That's more than the national budget for most countries out there. So understand that even if we haven't got our check, we have $1.3 trillion in spending power. We need to be wiser about how we spend it and stop giving it back to them. Keep it in our community. Let's rebuild. Shout out to Boyce Watkins and Dr. Claude Anderson. Boom. Peace. Maybe the best podcast. <laughs>
the shit With my bad bitch thicker than southern grits We fucking and we get to the money Fuck all that sucker shit I been on a hell of a run I need a sponsorship This bitch is pussy out of this world Straight from a mothership I been on my ET And being broke is foreign in my thirties There's nothing you can say today that hurt me Just sit back and observe me Pop the top off this bottle Vevin bacon for breakfast And getting top from a model Bitch I'm cool I'm back, and if I die tomorrow, them bitch niggas would be glad, so I plan to be right back, it's only right they hate it, and if I had to fuck a give, I wouldn't, I can't fake it, so bitch niggas gotta take All it. All I know is getting to and bagging up that moolah, and if they try to stop it, press that Glock, today my doula, these niggas never measure up when fucking with the ruler, cause they be taking days off pussy niggas, Ferris Bueller. I don't worry about no one but me, myself and I, and your car to gonna be good as long as daddy's still alive. Just in case I die today, I promise you'll be fine Cause my life insurance got two commas and he first in line Why the fuck you think I'm working so hard? My God, my current mission is low emissions in my garage A Tesla Model S, 200 on the dash And all you hear is pew, soon as I press the gas, I'm back